Hi there, mate. Today, I want to talk to you about basically the simple mathematics behind how we can lose a belly after 40 years old without necessarily having to work that hard for it. We just need to do a few sums, basically. The thing is, when it comes to losing weight after 40, it does feel like a big deal, a project for us, something that's going to involve a hell of a lot of change, effort, cast iron, discipline, uh, meal prepping, probably a lot of Tupperware, and some hunger. So quite understandably, we procrastinate a lot. So we say to ourselves, oh, I really want to lose weight, but you know, it's so-and-so's birthday next week, and then uh, I'm on vacation for two weeks, the month after that, plus I have a few work dinners coming up. It's just not a good time right now to go on a diet. And so this belly just stays right where it is, annoying us, embarrassing us a little bit, but we can feel powerless to do anything about it because we feel that we need this magical, quiet 12-week window that we think that we need for a project go on a big diet. The thing is, there's a much easier way to go about this. That's what I'm going to be talking about on this episode. It's kind of lazy in the sense that we just need to do some math. And this helps you understand how much you can eat in total across the week around your social and family life and still lose weight. So I'm going to take you through the blueprint that I use as a 46-year-old dad of three to lose weight whenever I need to. Hi, uh, Chris here from the Over 40 Freaking Awesome Podcast. You are very welcome to another episode. I have free stuff again for you. If you need a muscle building program that's kind of over 40 friendly, program that doesn't necessarily require you to live your life in the gym or spend hours every week pumping iron, but still helps you to build a bit of muscle and look great after 40, just go to offercoach.com, www.offacoach.com. And there you can sign up and get the free dad bod overhaul program. I will put the link to that in this episode description too. So as I said, we're talking about weight loss, specifically how to lose the belly without putting in an awful lot of effort. That's the dream really, isn't it? So you probably think already, isn't it harder to lose weight after 40 though? Uh, the thing is, you probably noticed things do tend to bite us in the ass a lot faster after 40 in terms of us gaining fat. The go-to diet that I had in my 20s of uh, beer, some more beer, burgers for dinner, sandwich for lunch, lots of coffee, led to no weight gain at all at the time. Those were glorious days. You can bet if I followed that diet now at 46, my health and waistline would suffer though. But there is this temptation for us to blame our age, our perceived slower metabolism, as if this weekend is all out of our hands. Oh, woe was me. The thing is, studies have now shown that our metabolism doesn't slow down that much purely due to age. It's just after 40, we end up burning fewer calories because we have a more sedentary lifestyle and the sedentary lifestyle causes a hormonal imbalance that makes us gain weight faster than we used to. So it's nothing really to do with the fact that we are over 40 in terms of it's a lot harder. Most of it is self-inflicted. But I'm going to take you in this episode through how, with just some simple math, we can start chipping away at that belly. We can kickstart fat loss without necessarily turning our family meals upside down or living some teetotal junk-free life by doing a simple calculation. So if you go onto Google 
and search for a BMR calculator. Again, I'll put a link to one in this episode description too, but just, just Google BMR calculator and you'll find one. That'll ask you to put in your age, your weight, your height, uh, and then it'll come up with a figure for the number of calories that you burn if you were to just sit on your ass all day, which for most fellas is probably a wee bit below 2,000 calories. Then it'll show you, based on your activity levels, how often you work out how many calories on average you're burning every week. If we multiply that figure by seven, that gives us a weekly total for the number of calories that we can consume every week to stay the same weight, neither gaining nor losing weight. And so the lazy way for us to lose weight is to work with this kind of weekly calories rather than daily calories, because that means we can then roll with the punches of of the average crazy busy week that we all have and enjoy some of the finer things in life occasionally without derailing the whole thing. So we're going to take your weekly calorie allowance, the number of calories that you would burn if you just Uh, had a normal week. But now we're going to subtract from that 3,500 calories because that's the number of calories we need to burn to burn off one pound or half a kilo of body fat per week. So for example, my weekly maintenance calories is uh, seven days times 2,500 calories. That's 17,500 calories that I can eat every week and not gain weight, but also not lose weight. Now, If I then subtract that 3,500 calories that I need to get rid of to lose a pound of fat, that brings me down to 14,000 calories. So now my weekly calorie allowance to lose one pound of fat is 14,000 calories. Now, I can by all means consume now 2,000 calories per day every day, 14,000 divided by 7. But the issue with that is that it doesn't allow for life to get in the way, which, let's face it, is the most common cause of a lack of progress on a diet for guys like us. So instead, we can build in some wiggle room for uh, restaurant meals, social drinks, takeout meals, a bit of junk on a Saturday too, by eating fewer calories five days per week, some say Monday to Friday. For example, that 14,000 calories that I have to play with, instead of having 2,000 calories a day, instead, Monday to Friday, I eat 1,750 calories. Then that allows me on a Saturday and Sunday to have 2,625 calories on both of those days. I still come in at the end of the week at 14,000 calories. I'll still lose a pound of fat, but I will have felt like I've just had quite a regular indulgent non-diety weekend. So I've been talking about total numbers of calories and things like that. The issue is we don't really know what 2,000 calories or 1,750 calories looks like. That's the, that's the tricky thing with diets when they start telling you to count calories. So 1,750 calories per day sounds fine, but what does that amount of food look like? We are infamously terrible at knowing the calorie content of our meals. We always underestimate how many calories are in the junk food that we eat. So what I would recommend is before you start trying to lose weight, it is useful for you to track the calories and the macronutrient content of your regular kind of go-to breakfasts and lunches just for a couple of days. In practice, most of us graze on smaller portions at breakfast and lunch, maybe with some snacks in between. Then dinner tends to be the biggest meal of the day because we're eating with the family and it's a bit more indulgent. And then maybe at the minute you also have more calories in the evening after dinner in front of the TV. So 
a simple way for us to split that uh, 1,750 calories or whatever your weekly kind of fat loss figure is, as, as I discussed earlier, to avoid turning your life upside down, what I recommend is you aim to have a breakfast that comes in around 350 to 400 calories, lunch around the same, 350 to 400 calories, and then that allows you 950 to 1,050 calories at dinner. Again, a proper kind of big daddy dinner. You don't feel like you're depriving yourself. So that adds up to around 1750, 1800 calories. If you then make sure you don't have any snacks between meals, you cut yourself off calories after dinner too, you will have bought yourself a bit of wiggle room for the weekend and you will start knocking off a pound of fat and losing the belly. So that's calories. But if we dive into the macronutrients, so macronutrients being protein, carbohydrates and fats, Within those meals, within your breakfast, lunches and dinners, if you can prioritise protein, that will help you to stay fuller for longer. Because if you remember, we're restricting calories below what your body actually wants on a daily basis. You will feel hungry. But you can counteract that a little bit by making sure that the protein content and a little bit of fat content in your meals is enough to slow digestion and help you stay fuller for longer. Plus, as you may know from previous podcast episodes, Getting enough protein in our diets in general helps us to retain lean muscle, even if we are restricting calories. So, for example, base your breakfasts on things like eggs or yogurt rather than cereal and bread. Base your lunches on things like a big man salad, plenty of meat, fish and egg on it, uh, rather than bread and pasta and things like that. And at dinner time, make sure you include plenty of protein, so meat and fish and uh, lentils and beans if you're into all that jazz too. So by adhering to that slightly lower calorie intake Monday to Friday, that gives us that wiggle room that I mentioned. Because the reason so many of us fail on diets is that they're just unsustainable around what else we have going on in life. It feels like a prison sentence. We can't wait to get finished with this diet to get out and eat normally again. And that's why building in some leeway for extra calories for a couple of days a week, weekend suits me, but whatever couple of days a week suits you, is key for busy guys like us over 40. So for me, weekends tend to be much less structured than weekdays. I'm out and about with family. I maybe have some social engagements too. If I've done the hard work in those other five days by restricting calories enough, I can just forget about healthier choices at mealtimes for these other two days. It doesn't matter. I'm just having whatever I want. Obviously, I can eat and drink what I want, but I need to still keep an eye on portion sizes. I can't gorge myself on pizza and beer because a whole pizza is going to be god knows 5,000 calories so I can't necessarily have maybe the portion size that I like but on weekends I can certainly have the meal choices that I want. I hope that approach sounds a lot better and a lot more feasible to you than going on a diet. Follow that simple process to lose the weight from your belly and chest to improve your health and body shape without that kind of usual high-maintenance approach of many of the diets that you read about online. It's such an easy process. As I said, find a BMR calculator online to find out how many calories you burn on a weekly basis. Then calculate your new fat loss weekly allowance by taking away those 3,500 calories that are in a pound of fat. Then split up that total whatever way suits your week. As long as you prioritise protein on your lower calorie days to manage hunger, as long as you avoid going completely crazy on those indulgent days, you will finally lose your belly without having turned life upside down and you'll feel a whole lot better about yourself and you'll have boosted 
your health too. So I hope that's helped. I hope you kind of feel a bit more empowered now to do something about the excess body fat that you're carrying that's pissing you off, that you're fed up with, but have maybe felt powerless up to this point to do anything about. Again, if you do need that muscle building workout that's ideal for guys over 40 to build some muscle and get in shape without necessarily living life in the gym, it's only two or three hours per week. The Dad Bod Overhaul Program is completely free. I'll link to it in the episode description. You can pick that up and get cracking with your fitness as well as the fat loss side of things that I've just discussed. But take care of yourself, mate, and I'll talk to you next week.